0: Good day everyone and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Our Show. And Happy New Year! Today my special guest is Marie Diamond and we'll be talking about her new book, Feng Shui Your Home, excuse me, Feng Shui Your Life, a beginner's guide to using your home to attract the life of your dreams. Sometimes it doesn't take much, just a repositioning of a desk the removal or addition of a picture, the placement or covering of a mirror, the display of a candle in the right place, and your fortune, your health, your love life, or your family dynamics can radically change in a very short time. And your guide to these changes is the most renowned Feng Shui master in the world today, Marie Diamond. Star of the worldwide phenomena, The Secret, global best-selling author, and one of the planet's premier transformational leaders. She's here today to talk about her book from Hey House, Peacock TV, uh, Peacock Network TV show on how to feng shui your life. Marie reveals how creating a room layout that gives you the power position that will ensure greater success in your interactions with others, and the specific colors used strategically will invoke what you seek to experience instead of what you're currently experiencing. She walks you through each room of your home and office, offering clarity about what to clear, adapt, or add for maximum impact. Marie has built an incredible worldwide following She has taught more than 1 million students over the past 30 years and is a sought-after speaker in more than 30 countries. She is a personal, business, and spiritual mentor mentor and consultant to who's who of celebrities in film, music, C-suites, global leadership, sports, and even royal palaces. Her sole purpose is to enlighten more than 500 million people during her lifetime. For more information, you can visit Marie's website, which is www.mariediamond.com. And with that, I'd like to welcome Marie to the show. Good day, Marie.
1: Hello. So wonderful to be here.
0: Thank you. I'm, I'm looking forward to our conversation, and especially during the new year. What a better time to go ahead and get our uh, face shui and our lives in order. One of the things that uh, that I read is that you had near-death experience as a teenager, and that's what kind of led to your mission um, to enlighten 500 million people with your teachings. I'm just curious, would you mind sharing a little bit about that near-death experience and, and how yes. it set you on the course? Yeah, of course.
1: You know, I was a normal teenager going from – Cooled back to home, and I was driving with my bike, that's what we do in Belgium, um, and um, I was run over by a truck, and they actually declared me dead, so they already had put a fabric over me, and God, my mother was very close by, and somebody went to, get her to the accident place, and she, of course you know, was very um, you know, in shock and she wanted them to keep providing but it put me in the ambulance and so at that moment I, Mom, I saw mother and uh and I do remember quite clear the was and and thinking fifteen years old, my God, she's so cute. <laughs> I said my mother how she looked at and why she was there. Like, could,
0: yeah. You know um, what, Marie and, Marie, you're you're, you're fading in and out, so I, I can't, come um, I'm only getting part of the conversation. Can, can we, um just, uh, take a minute? Let me maybe call you back so we can have a better conversation? Yes. No. better connection? Okay. okay. Okay, everybody, there we've got a better connection here with Marie. So, so, you, you had a sheet over your head, huh?
1: Yes, so they already thought they declared me dead, and then, um, thank God, the neighbor went to see my mom, who was like literally 200 meters away in her house, and so uh, she came back and to the location, and she asked, of course, that they tried again to revive me, and so that's when I was in the ambulance seeing my mother and the ambulance guy, and I thought... My God, he's so cute. I mean, I was 15. I was <laughs> so I was like, I could describe <laughs> later on my mother, you know, how he he looked like. Um, but at that moment, then, I left my body, and I completely went to, like, another side, to the light. And I was, like, surrounded by beams of light. I cannot describe it differently. And I was myself, like, in a, a dress of light. And uh, that's where I got the message, you are here to enlighten more than five people you have to go back, and that's what I did, and um, when I then, you know, recovered, um, I talked to a spiritual mentor I had already at that time, and I asked him, what did I do wrong to attract this accident, and so he said to me, well, you had bad feng shui, Now you have to understand, I was 15, living in Belgium, Catholic family. You know, there's just no way I could find out what feng shui meant. There was no book in the library at that time. Um, and so I, I, I understood some information that he shared with me. Like, I was sleeping in a room that had no sunlight. And so he said, when you sleep in a room without sunlight, you actually will get depressed. And I, I really, when I look back, I was depressed. I was bullied at school, had no friends. So the first thing I did, I, I moved into a bedroom that was from my uh, brothers before that had full of sunlight. So, as I was in the sunlight, I painted in certain colors that were kind of sunny. So, I started feeling much better. And that's one of my first experiences with feng shui, changing my location and feeling so much better.
0: Wow. W- looking in hindsight, you know, the idea of, you know, what, what did you do bad to attract that? You know, looking at it now, it's, it seems that you know that was basically a necessary um event to put you on the path of heaven.
1: Oh yeah, totally. I'm so grateful for that experience now. Right? So it took me years to heal though because there was a lot of health issues coming from the accident. But, you know, it brought me on the path of understanding, you know, what feng shui is. I started meditating intensely after fifteen So it opened some channels even more to find and understand energy. And it's certainly on the path that ultimately led me to be in the movie The Secret, to be a Feng Shui master, um, to, you know, reach millions of people with my knowledge. And so I'm super grateful for that moment, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So let's start with the basics, you know, for for people who – may not be, you know, familiar with Feng Shui, can you, you know, give us, you know, in in beginner's terms, you know, kind of explain what it is? Yeah, of
1: course. So Feng Shui means literally wind and water. It's a Chinese energy system that you can compare a little bit with acupuncture, but acupuncture is for the body. So when your body is blocked, it would work with acupressure points, it would work with needles or they would work with uh, movements like qigong or tai chi to get the energy moving, and because of that, increasing, for example, your well-being. So feng shui is actually the energy system of the body around us, our home, where we sleep, where we live, where we work. And so for thousands of years, so the the, the earliest reference was about 3,500 years ago, they started understanding that the location where people um, have a home is affecting them. The wind energy around this home will affect them. And for example, they would have doors and um, windows towards the north, the health would be affected with the cold wind. So they would only open their windows and doors towards the south or the west because there were warmer winds. So the health was um, one of the key factors for these um, early practitioners of finding the right location. And then based on it, um, I would say it expanded to not just knowing where to place uh, the houses, but also what was in the houses. So uh, the material, so we have five elements we work with, water, metal, um, earth, fire, and wood. And the balance between these five elements in your house would really affect your well being. And then also the location of um, the direction that you're sitting, the way you position your your um, sitting area, the positioning of the bed, but also further on, like literally the images that you have around you, the colors, it all affects what the I call subconsciously, your mindset, your how you feel in your heart how your body reacts. So, by putting certain things around you, it's likely it to act a pressure of the whole.
0: What would you say are some of the misconceptions about Feng Shui?
1: I think one of the, the misconceptions that people have that they think it's a religion or something um, religiously, it's not. It's an art form. And it's practiced by people from all religions because it's an energy system. It's like... It's not because you are connected with a certain religion that you cannot make sure your home feels nice and and is welcoming and is energized. So I have clients and students from all religions, all backgrounds, all cultures, because it's nothing to do with you have to believe in it. Uh, there's not a belief system in it. You know, it's not going to work better if you believe in it or not. It just works because it it's um, – their principles, their laws at work, and and in a way, I call it the law of attraction of your home. So everything around you is affecting you on the subconscious level. And I think most people have an experience of it because they go to places or they visit friends or they go to a restaurant and they feel very good there. They don't know why there's like a good vibe. And then they go to other places, it could be aesthetically very pleasing, but they just don't want to keep hanging around there. There's something disturbing you. You just can't put a finger on it. But you just have to imagine that the Chinese for thousands of years have understood and, and start studying why it was that something felt better than other things. What are the colors that were better for you? What is the positioning? So in that way, it's it's a system of, of knowledge. Some people call it art. Um, but I would say it's more a, a system of energy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So now recognizing that people have so many different types of living situations, like they may be in an apartment or, you know, or not have a, any kind of, you know, back door or, you know, or, or don't really have control over where the, you know, the windows are, the facing you know, which direction they're facing. Um, is there a way to work with sanctuary with those, you know, very differing kinds of, living
1: situations. Yes, there is. So, um, in my book, Feng Shui, Your Life, I explain that everybody has um, personal feng shui. And so, based on your birthday and your birth gender, you have like an energetic profile. And there's always for everyone four directions, compass directions, that work very well for you. One is always where you can activate success and money. Another one is for relationships a third one for health and well-being, and the last one is for wisdom, and that means educational and your connection with God and the universe. So every room, even if that is a hotel room, even if that is a studio, even if that is you have your own workspace, um, every place can be indicated by that. And people work then, and that's in, uh, explained in the book, Functional Life. I have a uh, free app, and you put in Mary Diamond the app store and you get this app and it will be asking you to put your birthday and birth gender in. It will create a calculation. It's not numerology that you add things up. It's a whole calculation. It's a, a mathematical formula that is behind it. And it gives you four directions and it gives you your energy number. Like I'm energy number five. Somebody else can be energy number two or nine to so get nine numbers. And so there are, based on that, you have a specific directions that work for you, and in the app, there's a compass that is created just for you, so that based on your birthday, it tells you when you hold the um, the app flat on your hand, like the phone, it will tell you when mm-hmm. you stand in the center of room, what is your success direction in the space that you're living in, and again, it can be any place, right, right. it doesn't matter what your door is, it doesn't matter where the windows are, it doesn't matter where your um, your your sitting area is, your bed is, you hold the compass and then you make sure you look at what is there at this moment. So for example you want to be, uh, get in romance and in your relationship direction, for example, hangs an image of a single person. You actually subconsciously have been accepting that this is the truth for you, that you are single. So it's like a subconscious message, a story that the the room has been giving you as you're sleeping there, for example. So, you know, eight hours a night you get that subconscious message. It's like in the quantum field of that house. So if you then change it to so for example two hearts or you declutter it or you put an image that tells what you really desire, or if you're in a relationship you can put a picture of you and your partner already there, it's actually going to create a an acupuncture point tell the home yes I'm open and it tells you because you live in the home I'm open to a relationship so it doesn't matter where you are I have lived in so many places in my life and I travel all the time I always in every hotel room check my compass I put in my success books in my books because that's part of my success Um, I put there um, you know some of my goals my journal So I put some things there, and in my ratio direction, I always put a picture of my family. So even if they're not with me at that point, because I'm traveling, they're always with me in the right wind direction. And the wind means you, it gives you energy. So if you're in the right direction, it gives you always good vibration.
0: Wow. Well, that's, pretty, that's a, that's a handy tool to have that, the Marie Diamond app. Uh, so definitely people should uh, yeah, check that out. they can use it
1: all the time wherever they're sitting, right? So it's always practical to have it with us.
0: Oh, very much. Especially for those who are business people who travel often. Um because it's just yeah. um, ever-changing for them. You have the, uh, it's the Diamond Thanks Way perspective, and how does that differ from other Feng Shui systems? I mean, obviously on your journey you learned and modified and, you know, changed, you know, your approach or or your beliefs in in some way. So how does the Diamond Feng Shui differ from others?
1: Well, I am what I would call a classically Feng Shui trained Feng Shui Master. So I had a grandmaster that is Chinese and lives in Malaysia. So I know the traditional systems. But what I added to it is to help people understand that um, how the conscious and the subconscious mind is working. So and seeing it as what I call like a three dimensional vision board so that everything is affecting So I added a love of attraction um, component to it. I also started explaining people more from the quantum physics perspective. I also added a lot of meditations towards it um, because I, I want also people to work on the inner side uh, and the inner feng shui. Um, I also uh, brought forward uh, specific colors, we call it quantum colors, that are creating a, a, a diamond, like 24 aspects of the diamond that really affect everybody and that can help people to um, have more an enlightened space. Um, because, you know, people don't all have the time to go uh, on spiritual journeys or, you know, sitting with a spiritual master. I would say your home is, needs to be the place where you reach a higher level of yourself. So working with specific colors that we have tested for the last 30 years is really impacting people. We always add muscle testing so people, we can always check with your body to see if it is the correct thing or not. So I added a lot of uh, concepts to it to make sure that feng shui is not just like um, putting certain things to it but also how it affects you and learning the lessons from it um, and, and go deeper in yourself um, to
0: to use Feng Shui. Yeah, well, I mean, it it expands the, makes the Feng Shui just be a part of the whole, you know, that there's, you know, other tools Correct. and other yeah. approaches. Yeah. 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 yeah,
1: so, so other pr- approaches they were we like, just doing Feng Shui, but I brought it together um, because, you know, I, I love meditation, and so I, I'm you know, when people understand, for example, they have uh, decluttered, uh, you know, their home, you know, what they learn from it, what they experience, and they also have to declutter and release some of their inner programs. So it, it becomes a whole process, yes.
0: Yeah. So now I want to just touch a little bit on, you know, you mentioned that you were in The Secret, and you mentioned the Law of Attraction as, a, as an additional part to your book. People have had varying degrees of success with the idea of law of attraction. So, what what would you what What are your opinions on why, you know, like in the secret that people followed certain particular processes there that you know that they did? What what is your opinion on why people may have varying degrees of success or or not no success at all with You have that idea.
1: Well, you know, I go back to what my grandmaster in Feng Shui told me, that there are three aspects to the law of attraction. The first aspect is when you're born, you already have like a basic package that you're attracted, right? You are born in a certain place, certain family, you have some talents have some challenges, perhaps, that you have as a basic package. So we call that your spiritual aspect. It's like your soul comes into the body with a basic package that you attract. So, for example, I'm born in Belgium. I'm really good at teaching. I'm really good at uh, dancing, but I'm an awful singer. So that is definitely a challenge (laughs) for me. So, but this is like everybody has something. And he said, like, that is responsible for 33% of the outcome of your results. Of course, can you change something? Since I'm born in Belgium, I moved to America. That's a change, right? So you can change some things by uh, certain decisions that you make, right? Um, The second uh, part of the law of attraction is what he calls the human part. And the human part is like what the self-development world is really focusing on is to connect in and to maximize your human potential. And that is, you know, how to change your mindset, how to change your behavior, to take actions towards the goals that you have in life. So, but you said that some people think that's 100%. And like in The Secret, 99% of the people in The Secret talk about that second part, how the mindset, your visualization, you know, is, the goal setting is all manifesting. And a lot of people get stuck there because they're thinking, oh, I don't have the discipline for it. Uh, or they you know you know negative thoughts start coming up, or you don 't take the actions to what you want to do, but it 's not everything, and so the last part, and that 's what I consider the missing link, what the Chinese understood for thousands of years, is that it 's your environment, and that the place where you sleep and live and work is actually affecting your mindset it 's affecting your actions it 's affecting the way you feel, so you know we all come home and sometimes we feel really happy in the house that we moved to another place, and we feel really depressed, and it's like that house is affecting you, but you're not aware of it. But you also don't know how you can do and work on it in your home to upgrade it. So it is aligned with the goals and the mindset that you have. So that last part is responsible for 33%. So it actually is the missing link, and this is it, exactly what happened To also people that were in The Secret, that produced The Secret. I remember one day Rhonda Byrne, that created The Secret, called me and said, Marie, the Secret is not working for me. She just had moved into another space, and, you know, things were not going well for her and for, you know, spreading the story of The Secret. So I came in, I redesigned her place based on her birthday, and I asked her, what do you want? She said, I want to get on The Oprah Winfrey Show. So I put an image of Oprah Winfrey in her success direction. Now, of course, she has to still take action. She still has to have a positive mindset. She has, still has to feel good about herself. She just still has to do like what the regular business person would do, do marketing and so on. But she opened that door. And then what I did is I also called some of the people that are in the secret that are actually my clients. They were my clients before, like Jack Canfield, Bob Proctor um, you know, Dr. John okay. Gray, they were my clients already. When they were hitting a ceiling, I mean with their own work, they were at some point feeling they were not getting to the next level. And they called me in, like, Marie, please do the feng shui because I am stuck. Things are not moving forward. And so when I did that and I also was the publisher's feng shui master, I was the PR agency feng shui master, so it's one the reasons People call me the secret behind the secret, the missing link, because that's not what they say. But I talk about that in the movie The Secret, that this man had, like, the wrong images around him to attract romance. So I was the 1% that told something different. But, I mean, it should have been 33% talking about it, because a lot of people over the years feel that they are – you know, stuck with the secret, but I'm telling the people in the secret were also stuck, yeah,
0: in manifestation,
1: so they understood that they had to add the environmental part of the law of attraction.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that was, you know, that was the one thing that I believe a lot of folks missed, you know, mm-hmm. was that um, that environment and the action, that'd be the, uh, the need to take action. It was I yeah. some thought that they could just visualize it into being, you know, w- without taking any action, which which doesn't happen.
1: No, so, of course I mean, I always say in the word law well, of attraction says the word action. But you know, changing your home, decluttering your space, that's already an action. Like people want some changes, but they they don't change, right? So you know, changes yeah. cannot happen until you are doing the changes, and so. You know, just sitting there on your, you know, waiting for God to show up or to, you know, have all your dreams manifest, that doesn't work. You know, you have to keep doing what you're doing, but on top of it, visualizing, and on top of it, you know, making sure your home is visualizing with you in the right way will help you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're about halfway through the show, so I want to take just a quick 90-second break um and then when we come back, um maybe you can share with the listeners some advice for someone who may want to begin their journey, who may not even have started in and what to do, okay?
1: I would love that.
0: Great. Okay. Everyone stay tuned, we'll be right back after this brief break. Hello. This is Robert Sharp. I want to thank you for joining us and hope you are enjoying today's show. Just a reminder We have a wealth of information and resources available on our website, www.byteradio.me. There is a calendar of upcoming shows, along with an archive link that will give you access to the more than 1,700 shows we have aired during the past 13 years. Also on the site are links to the products and services we provide, books, photography products and services, calendars and greeting cards. There is also a link to our account at Fine Art America where you can purchase items such as mugs, prints, pillows and more. Our show is available as a free podcast on multiple platforms such as iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts and Audible with icons to each platform on our home page. We are also available on social media platforms such as Facebook, X, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Threads. Our website, www.byteradio.me, has much for you to explore and enjoy. I also very much appreciate you supporting our guests, and especially today's guest. And now, back to the show. Okay, everyone, thank you for staying with us. Again, today my special guest is Marie Diamond, and we're talking about her book and program um, app as well, Finish Way Your Life, A Beginner's Guide to Using Your Home to Attract the Life of Your Dreams. And again, you can find out more about Marie and all that she has to offer by visiting her website, which is www.mariediamond.com. Okay, with that, we're back, Marie.
1: Hello, wonderful to be back. (laughs) Good.
0: thank you. So for someone who maybe has not even started or didn't even know anything, and after today's show they're going to want to, you know, kind of jump in and start, what advice would you give to the listeners?
1: Well, I think the first thing I want you to do is kind of go back into your home like with fresh eyes. You know, and have a little notebook with you, and look at the things where you see that you have clutter. Uh, open the cabinets where you feel like things are messy. Make some notes of like, and no, I'm going to work on that." You know, look at the images that are around you. Is that still kind of representing what you want? Are there things broken that you want to replace? So just like walk through your house and look at it with fresh eyes. That's the first thing I always say. And perhaps look at the pictures like oh your pictures from your children there when they were five but meanwhile they're thirty years old. I mean it's like, you know, update mm-hmm. pictures. Right. So that's like the first thing I would love for you to pay attention to. And then we we look at several places specifically. So the first thing I always say is the entrance. You know, when you come in, do you feel welcome? Do you feel happy when you come in? Perhaps it's kind of dark, perhaps the images are like not really representing what you want in life anymore. Uh perhaps you want to put like um beautiful um orchids, you know, that it can be even fake if you you don't have green fingers. You know, just like <laughs> something that's blossoming. A candle, pictures of your family. Like you walk in, you want to make sure there's no clutter. Now in today's houses I come in and there's like a lot of boxes from Amazon <laughs> being delivered and they're laying around here. Right, so clean that up. Put a fresh mat at the entrance. So refresh the energy. That's the first thing I would love for them to do. And then, you know, definitely the second part is I would focus on the bedroom. Because the bedroom is also where you are energizing yourself. You know, in the morning it's where you start your day. Declutter the area. Nothing on your nightstand that don't need to be there. I mean, I found everything on nightstands, to be honest, from tax returns to socks and underwear. So just don't do that, right? (laughs) You know, put a picture of your family, your loved one, and perhaps a a book that inspires you. But just something very, you know, positive. And then um, always look in the bedroom what hangs above your headboard. Because your headboard and what hangs above you is like what you dream of. So always try to avoid having any images of water. Because when you have water images around you or images of fierce animals, like for example tigers or uh, elephants, they're just, I always say, think about if these images would be really existing, if they would be really alive, would you feel okay by sleeping in that environment? You know, I had like, a number a couple and they had tigers everywhere in their bedroom and they didn't sleep very well. But how would you? Because your subconscious is like on alert. What, you know, you see this, this tiger. So it's, it's just too much. So make sure there's peaceful energy in your bedroom. Try to bring in more earth tones. So like beiges, browns, uh, yellows, pinks, um, uh, oranges, like earth tones are very positive for good sleep. Um, also if you can in a bedroom, try to avoid having mirrors reflecting your bed, because it really creates health issues. People have a harder time sleeping, and the first thing I always say to people, cover the mirrors or put a screen in front of it when you're sleeping. During the day, it's fine. It can be open. Um, but also, if you have a television that is reflective, put a fabric over it at night, the first thing people always experience is a better sleep, because the the mirrors are not reflecting you. So energetically, it's like uh, open up the energy in a positive way when you cover that. So that's a second part of what I would look at. And then I would always look at your workspace, like where you work. It could be that you work from home. Yeah, Let's say because a lot of people are now, you know, hybrid working. And so make sure you have your own space if you can, your own desk. If you can't do it and you are working on the dining room table, make sure that it's always clean, so you can't have, like, plates for your breakfast uh, still around. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure it's organized when where you work. And if you also can, that's a very important step for us, is always to, when you work, to see the door. So when you see the door, from the area where you're working, you actually are more in control of what is happening in your life and so we have seen people do so much better when they see the people walking into the space even if nobody walks into the space you still want to see the door you don't want to sit with your face against the wall or against the window because I always say money cannot come in through the window right there's nobody comes in this way or if you have a desk against the wall—you're actually hitting a wall. Like you're hitting a wall of creativity. People procrastinate more because there's no space in front of them. So these are like some of the tips I would start with. Wow,
0: those are very good tips, and and I've already kind of looking at my my situation. I've found several different areas I need to, to kind of give attention to, which is which is good. So now, are there anything? that, you know, people should, like, avoid completely um, in their homes, that that's really not a good feng shui, what would that be?
1: Well, I think the first thing I would try to avoid is to have spiky plants, so plants with spiky leaves, especially um, where you're sitting, where you're working, because they are seen as attacking energy. So always choose for plants that are round, with round leaves that are blossoming.
0: Even if they're thick,
1: that is fine, but at least that that nothing is spiky, yeah? Um, So that's something I would suggest. Um, You know, anything that is dried, you know, dried flowers, like potpourri, you know, remove that, yeah? Because it actually is dead energy. Um, Also, people sometimes have... Um you know animal skins uh, as carpets, or they have um you know animal heads you know uh from the the hunch, so always remove that these are dead energy so because you always want a light vibration so that's something I would that's a no no for me um another no no would be you know clutter literally you know when you uh wherever you walk there's clutter everywhere that is something that is disharmonious for your minds. You know, people don't feel well. So try to declutter and, you know, try to let go of things, like 10 to 20% of what you have. Um, open your cabinets. You know, there's that thing that you say, like, I'm not, never going to use this again. Or it's broken, or it's it's like, you know, I'm size 14 now. I will never get back to my size 2. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, so... Um, <laughs> Just, you know, go through things and say, like, let me give it away. Let me give it to goodwill. Charity so many people that have less than you that you can really support with that.
0: Yeah, that's really important. Yeah, I, I've... <laughs> done that myself, you know, going through the classes. I try to do that, you know, at least once a year and, you know, recognize that, uh, well, I'm certainly not going to be getting back into those jeans. <laughs> you know, those days are gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, and it's time to have them pass on to someone who can actually use them um, rather than take up space. Correct. Can you give us an example of one of your – you know, favorite stories, your Feng Shui success stories?
1: Well, I, I think one of my favorite stories is the story that I felt, um attracted and to show you how fast things can work. So, you know, I, for example, to get into the secret, I put my vision board. A lot of people have vision boards. And I always say to people, put your vision board in your success direction. But success direction not in your kitchen, not in your um, your bathroom, but like in a place where you spend three to five hours. So as you're placing it there, um, you know, and you you always want to place in a success reaction then some symbols that relate with the goals that you have. Like um, I, I put on my vision board, I'm going to be in a movie seen by millions of people. That will transform the world. I put that on my vision board as a goal, like as a post-it note. And then I was looking for a symbol that would relate with it, because then your creative side of your brain will, you know, see something symbolically, and the written part is your analytical part will respond to it. And so what happened was I put a fake Oscar on it, and it was 2001, and I put on Marie Diamond 2005. So in 2005, I was filmed for The Secret, and so I... Within the first month, I put the Oscar there. I actually attracted my first client. I have now more than 20 Oscar-winning clients, and so it was really interesting. Um, so I was like, wow, this is really working, not just in the movie, but somebody I didn't even think about. I would attract somebody with an Oscar, right? And I always say, mm-hmm. you know, the real Oscars were much heavier than my fake Oscar, right? And um, <laughs> But then, you know, a few years fast forward, I wasn't really in the secret. And I, I dawned on me one day that I always attract people with one Oscar. And so there's like, there are people in Hollywood that have three Oscars. Have more Oscars. So I actually bought myself two other Oscars. And so I thought, like, you know, three Oscars, that's quite successful. And I put it on on the Tuesday morning. And the Tuesday afternoon, I get a phone call from somebody who is an executive assistant of a VIP Hollywood client. And they said, we want you to come over. But they didn't really want to mention the name yet. Um, and I said, okay, I'll, I'll come. Um, and so the week after, I come to this house. And there I saw that this person had three Oscars, and it was actually the house of Steven Spielberg. And um, mm-hmm. and I was, like, asking them, like, when did you decide to call me? And they said, well, last week, Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday in the morning, I put my three Oscars. The afternoon, I had a conversation with um, some of their friends, and they were aware of my existence for four years. But that afternoon, they decided to call me because so their friend said, you, you really could use some help in certain aspects of your life. And, you know, Marie Diamond could help you with that. So it took literally a few hours for the attraction to manifest. So, um, that's one of my favorite stories.
0: Yeah, that's very good. They're very good. When it comes to family obviously one can work on themselves you know i mean they can embrace the feng shui for themselves and, and do take actions you know in support of that for themselves but when when it comes to talking with a, um a, a partner um or children even how can someone you know best maybe engage you know those mm-hmm. family members into into the idea of feng shui
1: so, you know, I had to also engage my husband 30 years ago, in the feng shui, and um, so and now everywhere I go, he will always say, what is the feng shui, right? So, but um, what I've seen, and that's something that is so fun, is uh, talking about about the energy number and say, look, oh, I have an energy number. My number is five. Oh, would you like to know your energy number? And, you know, people always want to say yes to it because they're interested in it. Like, oh, what is my energy? And so then you can say, well, look, your number is four. Here is, you know, it's, you can do it on the app. It's for free. And then it said, hey, I can send it to you your phone. You know, you can register and you can see what it is. Oh, yours is a five. Oh, you know, your success direction is that. Oh, let's look at in your success direction. Oh, it's uh, your garbage can is there. Oh, my God, you know, how have you been feeling about your success? Oh, I feel like oh my projects are not working out. Yeah, well, they're in the garbage, right? So, mm. you know, it's just using it as a joyful, playful experience, you know. And, you know, I have so many people that said, you know, I thought my husband, my partner, my kids would never be into it. And they all are because it's just so fun, you know, to look at it. You know, what's my relationship direction? Oh, yeah, I have an image of a, uh, you know, a snake. Somebody told me recently. And I was like, well, okay. Is that feels like romantic for you? I don't know, right? (laughs) So people play with it. And so that's the whole point. Um, You know, don't see it as like a... A serious thing. It's just like play with it, have fun with it. And so for children, look in their bedroom, you know, like, okay, are you, you know, having the right energy? Like I was in somebody's, um, bedroom, um, 12 year old looking at a feng shui, uh, a few days ago, uh, from a family and he was, I said like, what, what do, are you interested in? Oh, I love basketball. Great. Okay, let's. Uh, are you in a basketball team? Yes. Oh, do you have pictures of your basketball team? Yes. Oh, this is the place to hang them. Oh, and immediately that son did it, and his mother said, "I never thought he would do it." You know, because it's so fun, right? And then he said, "But I mean, to hip hop." I said, "Great." You know, you know, the best place for you is in that area because that's kind of what inspires you. That's your wisdom direction. So immediately he moved things around, and she said. It was amazing. I never thought he would do it because it should be fun to play with the app because you know, it's not a book alone. It's an app, mm-hmm. right? And so people just use it, practice it, and so the kids were already telling um, his older sister, I'm doing that in my dorm room, you know. my Even my daughter, like all her friends in her dorm room are practicing with the app, you know, because it's so accessible. So it's it's definitely
0: a fun thing to do, yeah, well, you know I mean it with technology, particularly with today's youth, you know that they, they you know they're already i mean I'm amazed at how young children can be adept you know at technology and um and that you know if you can you know provide them that method of of learning. You know, and like you say, make it fun, then they're more apt to you know, to follow that and and um you know, that that's a really good thing. What do you hope that uh people who will read um your book, Fenishway, your life, what do you hope that they they would take away from reading that book?
1: Well, I hope first of all that they would try to practice, um you know, a few steps from the book. You know, this book is written for mainstream. So it's not for people that are into the secret or into love attraction. It's for everyone. And I've seen that, like, recently. I've been been talking on many shows. And, like, I was on a conservative radio show, an Orthodox Jewish radio show. It's like everybody's open to improve the energy of their home because everybody's looking to improve their family. Everybody is looking for some ways practical, not just something that you have to spend hours and hours doing it, but something fun, but something that works. And so for me, that is like function your life is really the purpose is that it can go to as much people as possible and that as many families as possible will benefit from it. That's the big purpose.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it, it transcends so many areas, you know, age, you know, religion, I mean, it's, it is just a a very, you know, energy, you know, the whole idea of just, you know, working with energy is some, and have you found that, you know, in, you know, recent years that the understanding of, you know, what, you know, energy is and and the idea of working with energy um, is becoming, you know, more mainstream?
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, if I look back at when I started, you know, um, I would say it was more people that were spiritually orientated that were already doing a practice of energy work or, or meditation that would be open to it. And then, you know, more and more that opened up towards people that were working on their human potential and their mindset that would really be open to it. And now. It's really opening up to everybody because people are all struggling with their energy. They're struggling with their mental energy, with their emotional vibration, sometimes just a physical lack of energy. And so they're all looking for ways. And then if I tell them, like, your home can really be a a bacon of energy, um, then just it's like, oh, I never thought about that. And then you start practicing, and they feel really a big shift in their their you know, their mindset and their how they feel because ultimately everybody wants to feel great at home.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well Murray, I really want to thank you for your time today. You've given us so much good information that people can uh begin their Feng Shui journey, um and use that app you know to be able to to do that and um, I just want to thank you for your time, and, and I appreciate you sharing your experience with us. Uh,
1: uh, thank you so much for giving me the space and the time to share with your audience, and um, have a wonderful New Year.
0: Thank you, you as well. Um, again, everyone, today my special guest has been Marie Diamond, and we've been talking about her new book and also the app, and uh, her, it's called Finish Way Your Life. A Beginner's Guide to Using Your Home to Attract the Life of Your Dreams. And, again, you can find out more about all that Marie has to offer by visiting her website, which is www.mariediamond.com. And, everyone, I want to thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. And until we meet again, thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to BikeRadio.me's Bringing Inspiration to Earth Show. To become a show follower, visit Me and click on the follow link. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Byte Radio Me. Be sure to visit our website at www.biteradio.me That's B-I-T-E-R-A-D-I-O Dot Me, And until we meet again, remember to be a bright light by bringing inspiration to your world and to the lives of those you touch.